What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. Yeah, interesting is the word, but it, it just shows. Fun. 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 Some, yeah, for sure. Some people's fun. Um, but it just shows that there's a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. A lot of exploratory things. So you can have a uh, healthy sex life, a pleasurable sex life. Yeah. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Like Salt and Pepper said, let's talk about sex. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Cuff with the Vision Lab podcast, alongside my partner Ryan Mosley, in partnership with Next One Creative. Yo, we are here and we are excited. Um, something that we have never done before. We are outside of our depths, as you would say. I want to give a big <laughs> shout out to our sponsors um, that, that stay locked in and engage with us uh, after every single episode. And so, Mo, who do we got on the show today? Cuff, today's guest is a native of Dallas, Texas. Uh, she's a graduate of UNC Greensboro. Uh, she is the uh, lead consultant for the location where we are today, the Kinky Red Room, somewhere yes. here in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yes. Please welcome Twyla B. Good Ooh. to the Vision Lab podcast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What up, thank what you. up, what up? Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate well, it. This is actually, you may not know this, but this is somewhat of a long time coming. Um, we've been wanting to, to get with you on. on because we see your posts, okay. and they're very provocative, <laughs> uh, to say the least. They're very, very erotic. Erotic, yeah. um, to say the least. And you know, one of the things that we, we talk about, obviously here in the Vision Lab, is that it's it's about mindset. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, looking at your posts, they're obviously are going to get people's attention, especially mm-hmm. on on the gram. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the confidence to to mm-hmm. just be yourself, no matter what? Wow, so um, when it comes to being a sexologist, I started by doing erotic poetry. Okay. And I enjoyed the fact that I could be out there talking about a little bit of fantasy and a lot of reality. And so I would dress the part and I would have like my collar on and handcuffs and so forth. And people would come up to me after the shows and they would say, you know, I really enjoy what you're doing. It's good to see a person of color expressing themselves in this manner. And I decided to go from there and it evolved into my business, A Taste of Sex, Erotic and Intimacy Coaching. All right, so I'm sure people are wondering, how does one become, what qualifies one to be a a sex coach? Or a sexologist. So, of course, you enjoy sex, but... (laughs) That that, that helps. Yeah, that helps, (laughs) you know. um, And so I went to the Dr. Rachel Institute, went online, took the classes... And I did this during uh, COVID, the beginning of COVID, during the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were all at home, and I decided to just get online, study, study, study. And by the end of December of last year, I was finished with classes, had my certification, and here we are. So I have a two-part question. Sure. And please forgive me. Okay. What did you do before this? What did I do before this? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I'm going to follow up. You'll understand why I asked. Like my profession? Yes, sorry, I apologize, yes. Um, I've always been doing this. Right. <laughs> I was in corporate America. Okay. 
when I was in North Carolina okay. and transitioned to a different career, which I will not Yeah, you're mention. good. Understood. And now this is what I do full time. Okay. Full time? Yes. Love that. So when did you, the reason I asked that question is when did you decide to make the change? Right? Like it, it wasn't like you went from, you know, an acquisitions and mergers to like, oh, okay, now I'm just going to go to a different position of like the boardroom. Like yeah. you went from whatever you were doing in corporate to a completely different world. I did. And you know, just talking to women about sex and about healthy sex and what was lacking and just having these conversations with my girlfriends, you know, when it comes to orgasms, you know, does size really matter? I decided to continue to educate myself, book knowledge, and go from there. And I was like, you know what, I can do this. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to be the black uh, Dr. Ruth. There it is. Dr. Ruth. So, yeah. Dr. Ruth. So, and for you, it's not just about sex. It's the education. It's the education it's, piece. It's being the, the martyr for, for, um, for sex ed. Correct. And it's showing women how to feel sexually empowered and having that confidence in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom because sex is attitude. You know, mm. how you dress, how you walk, how you carry yourself. All of that is considered, you know, in my mind, sexy. And that will carry over into the bedroom. It, but it, it all starts here. So you say attitude, like what's the core of all that? Like is this something like when you wake up in the morning or is this something where like, okay, I've gotten up in the morning, I've had my coffee, whatever my little normal starting thing is, mm -hmm. and then do you hit a switch? Like how does that start for you? You know, for me, it's I say my affirmation. Okay. And I wake up feeling good about myself, confident. It's going to be a great day. You know, I try not to get into that woe is me, mm -hmm. you know, depressive state. It's like, no. I'm bad. I'm just turned 45. I have two kids. What? I look great. And so <laughs> that's, you know, Let how it is. Crack. Yeah. So uh, did yeah. you ever go through a period where you didn't feel sexy, you didn't feel confident, you didn't feel powered and emboldened? I did. Uh, and that was right after I got divorced. Okay. And I was going through like a lot of different emotions, really trying to find myself again. And when I turned 40, I decided, you know, I give zero fucks. Uh -huh. This, I'm going to start going out by myself. My kids are getting older. You know, let me enjoy what it is that I like. And so that's very relatable to women. We lose ourselves in relationships. We wear these different hats. We are mothers, we're daughters, we're wives, girlfriends, and we have no sense of self. Mm -hmm. So I found my sense of self and tapped it into that, you know, sexual energy. All my chakras. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> and it, listen, your your energy is vibrant. Um, like I said, we've been watching you from afar, mm -hmm. and you know, obviously, the poetry was the thing that that really caught caught me or caught my attention, along with the, the pictures. Um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> you're telling the truth. It's all right. For real. I mean, yeah. it's it's it catches your yeah. attention for mm -hmm. sure. You don't see that. Every day. Every yeah. day on Instagram. Um, and so a lot of the things that you're doing are, are for women, but, but are there any educational fronts that you're delivering for men? So that is pretty much my challenge, I will say. You know, men can, in my opinion, they are somewhat not as articulate or vocal, you know, when it comes to being in a group. But one-on-one, -on -one, then they'll talk about certain Okay. You know, avenues when it comes to sex. That's just what I've experienced. So when I ask them to be on the show, on my talk show, they are somewhat hesitant or reserved because it's like everyone now is going to be watching what they're saying. Right. You know, when it comes to sex. Because we're judged by our sexual prowess. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so trying to get men involved is. <laughs> I think Mo will jump on there. Oh my God. <laughs> and for them to come to my classes too. Yeah. You know, really come to the class and learn with your partner. So, so you've got a lot of things that 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 your you know your hands are into. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll tackle each one of those. Okay. But since we're into the kind of the sex therapy, um, sex coaching, what does that look like from a client's perspective with you? When they come to the classes, right? When, okay. they, when they book you, when they so book you can take you. us to the entire chain. Okay. So like, what are they getting? They, they hit you through Instagram and they book you, and then what? So when they message me, then you know I direct them, of course, to my website. They will fill out a form explaining what their sexual goals are. As a sexologist, I'm focused on what your goals and desires are so we can help you reach that. Okay. Real quick, what kind of goals 
I mean, climax is the goal, right? Intimacy. Well, it could be intimacy. It could be how do I create um, eroticism in my relationship now? It could be I'm not having orgasms. Why is that? It could be something like ED, erectile dysfunction. What's mm -hmm. going on? It could be my diet. All of this, you know, affects our sex life. So whatever their goal is that they want to reach, they come and see me, and well, they felt this form. We, I have a consultation, about 30 minutes, and then we follow up with a meeting, and then we just have one-on-one -on -one coaching, whatever it is that they want to achieve. And depending on what that is, then I give them homework, and then we follow up, see what happened, what's transpired, and go from there. What happens if they don't do their homework? Then they are not using their investment wisely. Because our, you know, the end, end game is for them to be sexually satisfied. So why pay and you're not doing what you need to do? Right, right. Um, yeah. What are some common questions that you get during your classes or in your course? Um, the biggest one for women is orgasms. You know, you know, my guy seems to get his. I never can get mine. You know, why is that? That's the biggest, uh, biggest question. The other one is um, riding. How to ride. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is fellatio, oral sex. You know, not, they don't feel comfortable. So, those are, and are about you, the top three categories. Oh, you, and anal. That's always a big one, yeah. Anal, anal is a big one. Uh -huh. I imagine that. Mm. Um, now, age bracket wise, I mean, are we. Yes, what, what, you, what, what are like, our age What do you typically see like? as far as like your. Your target audience, if you will. So my target audience would be women uh, 35 okay. Mature. to maybe 55. I have one uh, young lady, she was in her 60s in my last class. Really? Yes, and she wanted to um, get more familiar with how to ride dick. And so she came. I'm sure she is. Well, so she didn't. Literally. literally well, yeah. See, there it is. <laughs> we were there right there. there. I, don't know. I caught it. I caught yeah. it. I caught yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, before we go to the next subject, Cuff, allow me to say thank you to somebody who supports us uh, from Jump Street. Um, that's Alina Brown, the family of Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. EB, congrats again on the new location. You, DJ Too Clean, Devontae, the entire staff there. Thank you guys so much for your support. Visionaries, the address is 1604 uh, North I-35 in Lancaster, Texas. It's right there at 35 and Pleasant Run. Uh, if you're anywhere in the southern part of the Metroplex, make sure you hit the Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. We promise you'll be taken care of. The Instagram handle is at Blowing Smoke. It's so, a nice spot. It oh, it's that awesome. Plug in yeah. you know? Absolutely. When they I take like care the of us, spot. we're going to take care yeah, of them. I like the new spot. So we are at uh, one of the, oh, at the establishment that you often uh, consult at. Um, are you allowed to disclose the name? The Kinky Red Room. Okay. Down in Dallas. Yes. Okay. So, what do we have in here? We, we'll try to do a tour okay. and take some pictures and things like that for, for okay. our, our followers. But what what can people expect by coming here? So, the Kinky Red Room is what we consider a dungeon. Okay. And so, if you are, are familiar with the terminology in the kink world, so <laughs> just, this is basically Fifty Shades of Grey, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, there it is. It is Fifty Shades of Grey, um, and so you walk in. We have the kitchen area. You have a pole in the living room, stripper pole in the living room. You have a sex chair that you can utilize uh, for different positions. You uh, go into the one of the rooms. You have your cage that you can place your partner in for electrical play. Yeah, and that tripped you out. Yeah, because I was you were talking about the currents and stuff, and you call it flogging. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. And this is after we've already seen all the tools and stuff, and I was like, well, wait a minute, how is this somebody getting flogged? And then like you're like, oh, they send electrical currents through the cage, and I thought, oh, that has to be so interesting. It's very interesting. Sheesh. We might put you in there. I'm good for this evening. No. I'm good for this evening. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the cage for electrical play. We have the spanking bench. We have suspension play. And we have the St. Andrew's cross. And so you, you know, put your partner on the cross, restrain them at the wrist and at the ankles and have fun with them. And then you go into the master bedroom. Yes. Where the rest of the magic happens. Mm. We have Lucille, which is our mistress of the house. Lucille scared, scared the shit out of her. <laughs> we both thought, we both thought, okay, we're here about to do this interview. And then yeah. there's this. Yeah figure in the room that we were both not prepared for. Lucille is very, very sexy, very, very voluptuous. Yep. 
and she is like I said the miss the mistress of the house and you can have a good time with Lucille yes so this is BDSM it's part of kink BDSM because they're two different you know okay. worlds break break that down yes what's the difference, what's the difference? so you have what's considered the lifestyle so the LS community that could be poly BDSM kink swingers hold on time out you're using all these al alphabets LS what is that <laughs> lifestyle okay alright yes alright so you know you would refer to yourself if you are in the lifestyle mm -hmm. you know you would have like your name say on Facebook and then LS that oh, lets okay. people know that you are in your part really? of that community. Yes. Okay. Not a loan specialist. No. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. No. And so the lifestyle is like this big umbrella. And then underneath that, you have your BDSM, which is bondage, dominance, submissiveness, and sadomasochism. That's like my one of the words I can't say. But if you're into pain, that's what that is. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. And then you have your kink, like your fetishes. And oh, okay. then that's not really designed to, to hurt you. It's just more. So those are people Correct. who are like into feet and stuff like that. Correct. Okay. And then you have swingers. You know, yep. you're that swinger couple, kind of self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you have your poly relationships. So we learned about we learned about this. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Erica. Love for everybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Erica Warren. I don't know what what number episode that was. She talked to us about yeah. the was uh. uh what, LBGTQIA plus. Yeah, yes. don't forget that plus. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's constantly evolving. By the end of 2022, we'll have all 26 letters in the yeah, alphabet. All that good stuff. Yeah. So, I would imagine so. Um, you know, it's it's first of all, it's an amazing establishment. Uh, if you're into this, I, I definitely recommend you get a hold of Twyla, um, so you can get set up here. But you know, there's a lot of things that go on here. But what's cool that you told me is that once you um, give a tour. Mm -hmm. You're gone. Yes. And so, so it's complete privacy. Correct. And you don't have, you can let all your inhibitions go and be with your partner and and really, you know, dive into that whole world. Correct. So we have various toys and we educate you on how to use these toys. Whether you use these toys here, um, maybe you want to use these at home in your own, you know, personal bedroom and so forth. But we're going to educate you on how to use that. Because in this particular role or lifestyle, you have, you know, contracts that you need to, you know, fill out. And this is a conversation that you have with your partner way before you actually have sex. Mm -hmm. And so it goes over everything, any type of health-related issues. Because if you have high blood pressure, then I don't need to tie you up and restrain you, you know. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have to know this. Right. And you have to be very honest. And you have to trust the person that you are with. And so it's it's a contract that both parties go over. They sign. You create your safe work, you know, and consent. With everything is all about consent. Do you see people? Uh, you mentioned the word trust. Correct. Do you see trust really grown or grow from experiences like this? I can only I imagine. I do. I think with this world, you know, that's the big thing is trusting the person that you're with mm -hmm. versus if you aren't even into BDSM, you know, you really don't ask those questions when you're dating. You know, I think a lot of people in this day and age, they ask about, hey, how is your health? When was the last time you went to the doctor? You know, um, do I have consent to do, you know, these things with you? I don't think a lot of that is expressed right. outside of this, the BDSM lifestyle world. Wow. Wow. And you, I, you never really think about that you know, I no. guess in a traditional sense. No. Exactly. In the vanilla, as they say, vanilla yeah. sex, the vanilla world. Mm -hmm. I don't think people really take the time to sit down and have that honest and open conversation, you know, with that person. So, you're talking about trust, right? Mm -hmm. You've been in this for a while now. What happens when that trust is violated and how does that, when it comes from a business standpoint, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you guys have the setup or whatnot, but what happens if someone says, hey, my trust, or not even trust, the contract was violated? Then what? Does, is that, does that fall back on you guys? Does that go back to the two people who the were... The two people. Okay. Yeah, because those two people, you know, both agreed to whatever was written in that, that contract. And so, you know, it's understood that you don't need to go against that. But, you know, it does happen that that takes place between those two parties involved. So I'm sure there's all kind of waiver forms, things like that people correct. have to sign. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yes. How much is, um, I guess I would say, like, how much has sex changed your life in terms of, like, it's opened up doors into 
poetry. Correct. It's opened up to becoming a... It's like a freedom a, gateway for you. Yes, you know, it feels so... I would say it's changed my life. I'm more free. Right. You know, um, I enjoy what I like. I've learned to tap into all of that. And then I've also become more aware of expressing myself to my partner. Whereas before, I was kind of reserved, not really seeing what I like, what I didn't like, kind of just roll with it. You know, trying to please the guy. But now, mm -mm, I will tell him, <laughs> nope. This is where your fingers need to be. Wow. This is how you need Does to touch Does it take me. away from the actual act? Like, you know, I think a lot of people go into the, the sexual activity thinking that their partner should know their spots and, exactly. and what they like and yada, yada, yada. So, so now you're saying no, guy. I'm this, sure you're to the point now. You well, have now, now you're saying no, guy. This doesn't go here. You know, Correct. it goes here. Correct. And so does that kind of mess up the mood? No. Because before we even get to the physical aspect, yeah. you know, we have, you know, dated, you know, for quite a while. Now I'm going, well, now I don't say quite a while because, you know, <laughs> I know how I feel. But at any rate, I would have. <laughs> Three dates <laughs> No, no. But I would have told him what it is that I like sexually. Okay. In my opinion, that needs to be addressed, wait, wait you know, in it. the beginning. Yep. Because if I'm into uh, anal, for example, and you know, you aren't, then we didn't have a conversation, yep. for example. Could that be a deal breaker? And not specifically that, but like anything. It, it could be, depending on, you know, if that is what really turns you on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when it comes to my profession as a sexologist, I would meet with women and how you talk to your partner, you know, about what you are into. Yeah. And then how should your partner receive that information? Even couples who've been married for 20 years, the sex life changes. You know, what you once liked 10 years ago, you may not like that anymore. And your other partner, or your partner may be like, well, you know what, I'm curious. I want to try nipple play. I want to try a sensational play or temperature play with hot and cold items. Electricity. Electricity, you know, I'm curious <laughs> now. Well, after 20 years of marriage, you know, the first thing you don't want your partner to say is, well, where did you learn that from? Who are you sleeping with? Right. That's not what this is about. Yeah. It's something I might have saw on TV. I'm curious. Now I want to try it out. But what if one partner wants to go down this path mm -hmm. and the other one is not comfortable with that? You know, people move at different speeds. Correct. So how do you ultimately blend that together? So that's where they would come and see me. And we would go over what it is that they both like. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about well, why is it that you don't want to try this. And come to some sort of happy medium, taking baby steps so that everyone involved you know, has pleasure from sex now. So, so, this is the Vision Lab. When you first got involved in this business, what was your initial vision for yourself? I just have to ask it, right? Like, you, okay. made, you made this giant transition from what you were doing in corporate <laughs> to this completely different world. I, mm -hmm. I'm, you, you seem to be a well-thought-out person, right? So, at some point, you had to sit down and say, all right, Twyla, this is what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. What did you, you know, your affirmations, like, what did you write down and say, okay, Twyla, you're doing this and I'm going to be the best at this, or I'm going to do, like, how did that process go for you? It's evolved over the course of time, because I'm always trying to figure out how I can be the best at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so my goal now is what I've written down is to travel and have classes and to teach and coach, you know, couples, men, women, on how to have a healthy and very, very good sex life. That's what I want to do. Where you are right now, obviously the, the, the pace has been pretty rapid for mm -hmm. you, right? Um, how much does mindset play into all of this, both as a coach, mm -hmm. like does it ever become fatiguing or, or draining, and then as a participant in yeah. activities? It's, it's fun, you know, because I enjoy it, but, you know, it does take, um, I have to keep myself grounded. So mentally every day, you know, I'm telling myself, I can do this, I can do this. Because like with anything, you get tired. You know, you have, have my kids I gotta, you know, take care of and they're teenage boys now. So talking to them about sex is always fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah that's, that's <laughs> that, that was coming, uh, that's, that's in the chamber. Very interesting Believe me, that's in the chamber, we're yeah. gonna get to that. But you know, every day I tell myself, I can get out here and do it. I enjoy it. I'm always studying and reading, uh, doing research and finding out ways I can better my craft. And that just keeps me moving and moving and moving and going. 
I'm gonna let me have good I'll, sex too. I want you to get that out of the chamber. <laughs> I want you to get that out of the chamber. But let me say thank you to the folks at Class A Vodka. Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much. We appreciate all your support. We see you working. Ladies and gentlemen, get your hands on a bottle of Class A Vodka. The Instagram handle is at Class A Vodka. That's Class A with a K. The slogan is Class in Every Glass. Uh, visionaries, we strongly, strongly suggest you get your hands on a bottle of Class A Vodka. Crystal and Tim, thank you again for all you guys' support. So, I'll go ahead and unload the chamber. Go ahead. You're a mom of two teenage boys. Yes. One just turned 15 in September, and then my youngest just turned 13 on Friday. Okay. Congratulations. So happy birthday. And I have my birthday on Wednesday. Okay. Turn up. Turn up for the one time. Um, First of all, take me back to the conversation where you set your boys down and you said, okay, here's what mommy's doing now. (laughs) How the hell did you you formulate your words to to tell them this? So it really didn't, you know, it really wasn't like that at all. They happened to see products come in on my, you know, in my business name that says a taste of sex. Oh, wow. And so they don't call me mom or mommy. They say, mother, what is this? This says a taste of that word. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And they're like, well, you know, what are you doing? And so I said, well, I teach, you know, on sex. Oh, no, gross. Why? Mm. I'm like, no, because people need to know. And then <laughs> a week or so later, they found uh, some dildos in my room, which was in boxes. Mm. <laughs> so that probably scared them to death. That's like, what are you doing with those? Ooh, no. Oh, God. You said you didn't have a boyfriend. Why do you have these condoms? I'm like, guys, you know, I'm educating people. I said, I could come to your school and be a sex educator. Mother, please don't go to my school and do this. Please don't. Please don't. But, you know, you know, we have this conversation. I said, hey, look, you guys can come and talk to me about whatever it is that's you know, you're going through. I do have the conversation of telling them, you know, that your body is changing. And it is okay to feel a certain way. It's okay because you're going to wake up with morning wood. That is normal. And so now they are comfortable talking to me and, you know, saying, hey, mother, I was in class. And, you know, you know, my they just point down at your penis. <laughs> you know, I got hearts. So I was like, so did a girl walk by? Like, what happened? No, mother, I was just sitting there. I was like, okay, that's, that's normal. That's okay. So it means you're alive, son. <laughs> that part. But I explained to them that they should not feel ashamed, that they, you know, that it is okay, and that this is what they're going to experience, you know, as they continue to get older. And I think a lot of times when I am doing my, my classes, one of my classes is to talk to girls about hormones, body changing, mm-hmm. you know, because no one actually talks to me about that. And I think within the black community, we don't have those conversations. No, well, and I think that a lot of communities, obviously, we only come from the black community, mm-hmm. but it's taboo, right? right? Especially, you know, on Sundays, you know, you're going to church, mm-hmm. either with Big Mama or your mom and dad or your mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Bible says you don't do this before marriage and so we get that it's ingrained in us and Mm -hmm. so it becomes really a taboo subject to talk about Mm -hmm. for you know prior to marriage or especially as a as a teenager Mm -hmm. so that's why I'm really curious as a mother of two boys how that dialogue uh, goes down basically you know if they have any questions or you know if I was to initiate the conversation I would simply tell them you know your penis is going to have erections. That is normal. And, you know, make sure I tell them proper hygiene. I tell them how to make sure they wash themselves. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, odor is, yeah, odor is bad. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so it's just fun, lighthearted conversation. I don't try to be too serious, you know, because I don't But you're want in a good them. position, though. Not to cut yeah. you off, I'm sorry. But you're in a good position because then when they do get to the age where they're actually going to want to be out there, Correct. they know they've got a safe space. I hate the word, mm-hmm. a safe space yes. to, to, to speak with somebody who's actually going to give them the real versus Correct. them kind of having to fly, fly by the seat of their mm-hmm. pants, you know, in reality. So it's actually Correct. a cool space that you occupy with them. And, and yeah. how do you, or what is your expectation, you know, as they get older? I mean, you got a 15 year old. So yeah. we're. Depending on, on what, where he is, you know, yeah. he's, he's knocking on the door. If, if so, you know what, with that 15-year-old, he's somewhat reserved. It's the 13-year-old. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that is like my mini-me, as I call him. Uh-oh. So, mm. but, 
So he's the one that recently came to me and said, you know, mother, um, there's this little girl that I like. Showed me the picture. I was like, okay. He said, you know, so I asked her out. I'm thinking like, okay, so am I taking y'all to get ice cream or what? He's like, no, I asked her to be my girlfriend. Yeah, we go together. We yeah. go together. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't forget, okay. Girl, you know. You mind. Yeah. <laughs> so today, you know, he was like, well, mother, I really want you guys to meet. Mm. He, he don't know the game yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he doesn't understand it yet. <laughs> so I was like, okay. He hadn't interrupted you. <laughs> no. But so it's still very uh, lighthearted. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is they can come and talk to me about whatever it is. Yeah. And when the time comes, I will show them, hey, look, this is how you properly put on a, uh, a condom. You know, you need to have them on you. At all times. At all times. Not that there's a hard line in the sand, no pun intended, but like when they become, uh, what is, I guess, the anticipated or expected uh, age for them to be, uh, for you to be relatively okay with them engaging <laughs> in that type of activity. Activity. Well, I can't say when they marry, but you know, I personally think realistically it'll be by eighteen, maybe before. Okay. I mean, you know, I just not, don't, you, you know what it is. I just don't see yeah. them being twenty-two-year-old virgins. <laughs> how? How? how did, as I'm thinking this I mean, out, they right? could be, but I just don't as understand age. Would I want that? That would be fine with me, you know. Well, the thing I'm thinking about is, you know, he's, he, you know, you got a 13 year old. Tomorrow, I want you to meet her. Yeah. But how's that gonna? How do you think that's gonna go when you meet her parents? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. By the way, I am a sex coach. Yeah, not sure. I'll let you know. Part two. <laughs> we'll be back. Part two. Yeah, I'll follow up with you on that. Because I mean, they're gonna be looking at him like, okay, this is your, your son's taking my daughter, and then, oh, mm -hmm. and his mom's a sex coach. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. I hadn't even thought about that at all. Get ready. But yeah, you're right though. Just take off yeah. of them 50% off. Exactly. You know what? <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to segue. So how long y'all been married? Yeah. Segway that around. So yeah. how long you and your husband been married? Yeah. Y'all need my coaching service? There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right. So let's transition. I mean, that, that certainly is a lot of fun, but um, poetry okay. gives you an opportunity to, um, you know, get your inner thoughts and feelings out mm -hmm. put it on paper and then share it with the world how, how and when did kind of all this come about so wow i started doing poetry four excuse me four years ago what is this 2021 mm -hmm. so probably about four years ago and i was sitting around at my girlfriend's house and you know we were halfway tipsy and so we were talking about bad sex mm. just bad sex and so <laughs> I just off the top of my head came up with this poem called uh, Pillow Dick. Oh, just and do, you, do you, you remember it? You still have it? Little, yeah. Can you, drop, yeah. can you drop some bars? So, you know, guys, you all have pillow pussy. You have probably encountered pillow pussy. Do y'all not know what that is? Where yeah. the girl just well, lays on just the pillow? Oh. Starfish. Pillow pussy. Yeah. Yeah. So, she's really pretty, but she's not doing a thing. So, <laughs> I came up with Pillow Dick. Pillow dick, pillow dick, pillow dick. Why are you fucking with my clit? Wasting my time. You so damn fine. And then it goes on from there. But at any rate, he's trash. <laughs> mm. God bless him. Uh, that right there is the biggest fear for men to know. <laughs> pillow that, dick. Well, no, like to, to be the to, to be, be the, topic the bearer of, of that. It, well, no, to know that you ain't you know handling your business like when you think it's trash, right? And you thinking yeah. it, you know, you thinking you out there, Jordan. And you really, you know, very conscious. <laughs> and you know what? You ain't even in the game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I took that, and now when I do my classes, um, and even in my own personal life, I think about that experience and how I did not articulate how it was trash, and he thought it was good. And so, and you, you know, bust his bubble one day. Now no, she, she didn't. I I didn't. Oh, but okay. you know, fast forward. You know, if I encounter something that is just not pleasing to me, mm -hmm. I don't let it slide. Mm. You know, I articulate now. You put your whistle on and go and coach And say, them. no, that's not what I like. Okay. You know, my clit is not a DJ booth. Like, you all over the place. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I am talking to, you know, couples or, you know, classes and so forth, tell this person it's not what you like. You have to communicate that to them. Communication is the key to everything. Because I'm not the same partner that he was with. The girl that he was with before, she may have liked that. 
So don't come using that same uh, playbook on me. Right. I'm a whole different woman. Yeah, well, they right. had, like I said, had the conversation beforehand. Exactly. They had the conversation beforehand. Like, guys are different. So, so you know, they need to know what their guy likes. Yep, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. So, um, the erotic poetry, mm-hmm. you know, um, years ago, four years ago, hanging out with your girlfriend, wrote Pillow Dick. And then it transcended or evolved. Yeah. And, and you do poetry all the time. You even got uh, a book out. I do. I do. And it evolved. You know, I would take my bubble bath and relax and listen to jazz. And so I write to jazz because it's no lyrics. Mm-hmm. So when I write, I create those lyrics to the music or whatever. And just thinking about the fantasies and the reality that, you know, mixed all together. Sexual experiences and then just come out on paper. And then, so, like, the book that you mentioned is um, A Taste of Twilight Poetry and Pictures. And so it's 20 erotic poems and 20 erotic pictures. And where can people find the book? So they can find it on my website at twilightbegood.com. That's T-W-I-L-A-B, as in boy, Mm -hmm. G-O-O-D-E. Correct. Dot com. Correct. Yeah. So I think we're in a good spot, too, Mo. Why don't you drop your social media handles as okay. well as how folks can get a hold of you if they want to get to the Red Kinky Room. Okay, so you can contact me on all social media. My Instagram is twilab.good. With an E. Yes, with an E. Facebook, my page is A Taste of Twila Erotic. Uh, I'm sorry, A Taste of Twila Intimacy and Erotic Coaching. And you can also, of course, get on my website, twilabgood.com. I do have lingerie that is sold on Walmart, Be Good and More. Oh, wow. So check out. Yeah, thanks. So check out the lingerie on there. And um, I will have a store on Shopify where I can sell my toys, as well as my website. So I'm kind of all over the place. I, didn't, I, I, I actually icon. do remember yes. that. that. That's, that's awesome. So this is really just open up into a whole yeah. different bunches of avenues yes, for you. Yes, yes. Um, talk to us about the, the lingerie line. What, what can we expect? Because I've seen I've seen you post. <laughs> mm. Well, you, you wouldn't trust chef who don't eat his own food. Man. <laughs> yeah. So the lingerie line, you know, it caters to all sizes, curves, all that good stuff. And it is, like I said, on Walmart, Be Good and More. And you can order it there. And I have very kinky items. You know, on my website, I have more of the BDSM items and toys and so forth. Yeah, we don't want to see Walmart carrying. No, they're not. They don't have a category for that. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they have don't. a category for toys, but it's not adult toys. No, it's you not know, the toys we like, think about. Not, not, <laughs> no, not at all. It's not going to be the you know the vibrating panties on there. No. So, I would be remiss if we obviously what what bound us together was the was the leaf. Um, the sexologist who smoked sticks. That's it. Yeah. You know. It's it. funny, knowing that we had the interview tonight. <laughs> I pulled out the fat bottom Betty because yeah. I felt I felt it would be appropriate. Oh wow! Okay. And my pun partner, intended, pun intended, my partner did the same thing, mm. probably unknowingly though. Well, no, it was unknow- unknowingly, but you know, we, you know, we, we 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 put a lot of work in this year, and you know, we took a quick little respite, if as you call it. <laughs> and I thought, why not just go back to Old Faithful? Never lets us down. Kudos to you for introducing these to me. What almost two years ago now. Mm. And, uh, you know, it just never lets it down. Shout out to Ryan Rayford and the folks at Drew Estate. Wow. Well, I'm smoking no name. I discovered this piece at the Cigar Place. Cigar Palace. Cigar Palace. Sorry, Cigar Palace. And I like it. It's a Connecticut. It's very light. And, yeah, I like it. Which, by the way, while you're up there, Cigar Palace and Yvette, we love you. Beautiful, beautiful establishment. Y'all stay tuned for more because we got Cigar Palace coming on the show very, very soon. But um, you rocked it at the Poetry Slam poetry event. It was was amazing. (laughs) Why? Why? I'm always nervous. I'm nervous now. Why? (laughs) I don't know. No, you you crushed it. Do you do you um, memorize your poetry? So I do. But, you know, my mind is all over the place at times, so I forget some words. <laughs> I just kind of ad-lib, yeah. free-flow with it. But um, sometimes I forget some pieces, but I really like to at least memorize it. Um, when I actually articulate and perform, I'm very, um, I'm not theatrical with it. Mm-hmm. Other poets are like that, which is great. That's just not me. Yeah. I'm just like, let me get up here, say what I need to say, be, yeah. be sexy and then sit down. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Will you be performing any more throughout 2021? 
I might. Okay. Um, I'll let you guys know yeah, so you can come do. out. But uh, right now, I'm not sure. I know that I will be in, actually, I have a speaking event Saturday uh, talking about self care after okay. sexual trauma. Then I will be in New York the 11th through the 13th. So we will be in uh, Brooklyn, actually. So if you guys can come out to New York, that would be great. So come here and speak. And then I'll have two more classes here at the Kinky Red Room. And then my calendar, that is what I'm working on for next year to travel. Awesome. Yeah. Um, before we wrap things up, Cuff, let me say thank you to one other group who takes care of us. That's good folks at Dial C LLC. Ron, Sheree, Dave the Bean County, the entire army. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, give the good folks at Dial Sleep LLC not only for cigars, for entertainment, charity events, uh, whatever it is you're looking for, make sure you give the good folks at Dial Sleep LLC. The Instagram handle is at Dial Sleep LLC. The website is DialSleepLLC.com. So, as we land the plane, it's come that time. Yes, sir. This segment is brought to you by the good folks at Grand Brillo Cognac. Thank you to Francisco, the owner, the entire staff there, Jameson, the Lovers team, um, everyone who's involved in this partnership. We appreciate it. It's been one heck of a, of a first year with you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Twyla, your glass, please. Oh, my glass. Here you go. Okay. Boom. On yet. Online. Yeah, Online. so like anything you've ever had, though. this is we're yeah. gonna have a little fun. Nice and, and easy. You're more than welcome to have more. We're just gonna <laughs> just sip on it, okay? Yeah, okay, don't shoot it. Oh, okay. um, but let's have saying. a little fun. And I know that you have some fun items maybe along with you. Yes, so why don't you talk about that? Well, okay, so well, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's <laughs> okay. take a, let's take a quick toast, okay, in honor of Grand Brulo. Yeah, okay, to uh, what, what do we want to toast to? Oh, it's a good sex. Good Amen. Sex. Mm. Mm. Oh. This is yummy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, That's my yummy face. Okay. <laughs> it's yummy. Very, very smooth. I like that. All right. So what you got? So this is my good e-bag. I like how you did that. Yeah. See that? I like how you did so, that. This is my fun goodie bag that I take when I am out. And Never you guys, know when you're gonna need it. Absolutely. <laughs> and you guys probably have no idea what's in here. No, we don't. I'm about to be shocked, I'm sure. This is my pillow pussy. Okay. And uh, now, so now we don't want pillow pussies though, remember? Well no, this is to show where the clit is <laughs> okay. and where your fingers need to be. Oh, or okay. tongue. This is an educational instrument. Exactly. Educational instrument. Okay. The labia lips. So let's learn this real quick. So this is the labia, you know, the labia lips. And then you open this up and the vagina would be here. Pearl tongue. Okay. The clit is there. So pop quiz. How many nerve endings are on the clit? And if you cannot get it right, you got to drink. There's a whole bunch of them. It yeah, is. It's like yeah, it's, millions. It's, yeah. it's not I'm millions. Million. No, sorry. A it's thousand. Just, well, it's, no. the, it's the right one. Ten How about thousand. that? <laughs> Ten you're thousand. You're close. Fifteen. No. Twelve. Eleven. Mm -mm. Nine thousand. Eight thousand. Eight. Eight. Eight thousand so nerves. You gotta drink. The right on ones. The, clit. the right ones. Drink, anyway. sir. You, you, said, you said a bunch. You said a million. No. I actually knew it was a lot, but I, I didn't know eight thousand. So, eight thousand nerve endings are on the clit. Guys. No wonder y'all don't know how to be happy. <laughs> no, because you need to know where to find it. Oh, I found it. You need to know, like, where to find it and find the right nerve to get on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is my problem. Out of, of, of 8,000, you gotta get on the right nerve. Yeah, mm. you do. Thread the needle. And know how to touch it the right way, okay? Okay. Hard and rough with it. And this is what oh. the actual clit looks like. So this is the outer. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the inner. Okay. okay. So what you guys see is that little tip part. Yep. Mm -hmm. This be the outer, the outer right. of the clit. And these are the balls of the vestibule. So it's like how you guys have balls. This uh -huh. is all of the clip clitoris that is inside of us. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you guys just see this part. But all of this is the clitoris that helps make for a great orgasm. Mm -hmm. So when you're hitting that G spot, this is what you want to actually hit. So you can actually give her an orgasm from the clit and then the G spot that is up here for the back of the belly. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's why if you notice how dildos have that curve, yep, and it has those two little come hither, yeah, mm -hmm. 
bunny fingers, right, bunny right, rabbits. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's what that is. So the little ears, bunny rabbit ears, is to hit the clit, mm -hmm. and that curve on the dick is to get up here to get the G spot, and therefore she can have an, um, two orgasms basically from her clit and from her G spot, and then you can also flip it over, and you can, she can have an anal orgasm as well because of the female prostrate, just like guys. Yeah. So for guys that enjoy pegging, yep, that or, or is, milking, yes, and that is why because of the way the anatomy is set up. Right, does not mean you are gay. It just means how your anatomy is set up. So fun fact there. And then I always bring. So when I'm demonstrating the class that I had on how to suck dick. Yes. Okay. All right. So I have my two friends. Yeah, and these are great because they're suction, mm -hmm. and so you can have fun with these. And so I talked about the anatomy of the penis and how far you can go, um, how to get over gag reflex. You yes. know, you can do that, and what and how to, you know, pay attention to the balls. You know, because they're there for a reason. So you don't want to. <laughs> what, you don't want to what forget Martin about saying, them. Don't forget to cut the balls. <laughs> yeah, the balls are gentle. Cut the balls, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and they're sensitive <laughs> so you got to get the ball yeah yeah and you know it talks about the head the shaft all of this where to suck how to suck you know ladies no teeth <laughs> One no more time. teeth no rewind teeth. yes and i also talked about you know when it came to riding how you can ride depending on the guy's size okay yeah because every guy's built differently and so i have my Mm. My sperm here, okay. my stress reliever sperm. Okay. I got this as a birthday gift, so he's pretty cool. Mm. Now, what's that? I mean, uh, it's just stress reliever. Okay. Yeah. So I'm stressed out. I'm just holding on the sperm. Let it go. Which segues into this, or actually, no, it doesn't. But when it comes to black-owned companies, can I give these guys a shout out? By all means. Please. So guys, this is B Condoms. We um, are working together and they are based out of Atlanta. They are a black owned condom company and they are odorless. And I love it because, you know, if you try those other condoms, why does sex smell like AutoZone? <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> he said AutoZone. Yes, it smells like you've been changing oil. And so these are odorless and they're great. When and did they come out? Um, a few years ago. Yeah, I've, there's. But you can follow them on IG. No be need. condoms. So my slogan with them is "Be good with be condoms." So no, please. They need to go ahead and sponsor you. And they're sold yeah. at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. They, you need to get a partnership with yes. them. Yes. So when you get my business cards, I always have these on the back. And last but not least, when I'm talking about head, my motto is "Head should be good and messy." And so oh, wow. this is my give good head oh, bib. Oh, bib. It's a bib, yes, sir. My um. I can encourage women to swallow because it's full of nutrients if the man is eating properly. You know, if you're eating trash all day, then it's going to be funky spunk. Mm. And no woman wants funky, funky spunk. spunk. Yes. Okay. So please make sure, men, you eat your Pineapples. nuts. Nuts are good for your nuts. Your um, omega 3 fatty acids, all of that is really good. Good protein for how you taste. So remember, um, sex shouldn't leave a bad taste in your mouth and head should be good and messy so you know she's on her knees she's swallowed but maybe she has some drizzle and she just wipes it off oh uh. and she can greet you at the door with this on so imagine coming home she's on a all four and she has this on she's ready to give you head Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. and this you know you can order this for me too yeah yeah, that, that 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 right there would be nice. Yes, and then my last little surprise that I have because you I'm have full another of, thing in the goodie bag. It's full of good. This is my necklace. Okay. And so, can you guys guess what this it's is? It's a whistle. Yeah. No. It's a dog whistle. No. No. What is it? It's a it's a vibrator. It's a vibrator. Oh. Okay. So you know you can order this. You know if I'm out and about, you know I'm feeling frisky. Here's my vibrator. And okay. I can just please myself. Just you just, just take it off. And it vibrates. Just look to the left, look to the right. It's, I just got this. It's new. So you can feel it yeah. if you like. There it is. Yeah. And I can set it to different speeds. Mm. So if you just want to duck off real quick. Yeah. Very discreet. Five minutes in and out. See? That's pulsating. Yeah. Mm. 
You're excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> if I keep it going. Well, yeah. Twilight, let me tell you something. <laughs> that that has to be the most fun segment I think we've ever done. Absolutely. <laughs> He's over there laughing. <laughs> Shout out to Adam behind yeah. the camera. Yeah. If you want to order one of these. Yeah. It is you, and there is a round table, and there are five other seats at this table. Ooh, um, let me concentrate. Yeah. Who do you want at your table? They can be dead or alive. The only um, stipulation is that you can't have whatever religious deity you believe in. So I have to choose five people? Five people. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. And this could be anybody? Any man, woman, boy, girl. This can't be whoever you believe in religiously. Outside of that, okay. table's open. Idris Elba, Tracy Ellis Ross. That's two that we haven't had. Correct. Um, uh, oh. Angela Bassett. Three. And Andre Moore. And... Who is Andre Moore? Is this supposed to be like celebrities? Or comedy anybody. people? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Andre Moore. Who is he? Andre Moore is his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... Oh, who else? Um... You know what? Dr. Ruth. It's going to be a very interesting table. I would like to have Dr. Ruth on here. It's a very so interesting that's it, it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three, four. We've never. Heard. Well, all five. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Good mm -hmm. table. Yeah. So, what's the long-term vision mm. for one Twyla? Be good. You know, long-term. If I could be, not if I could, but I will be. When? 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 You know what? I'm gonna say in four years, I'll be the sexologist to the stars. Wow. Don't forget about us little people, huh? Yeah. Okay? Well. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, in case you didn't know, we have a magical time machine here in the Vision Lab. Okay. Um, what advice will Twyla be giving herself from five years ago? Oh. What advice would I give myself? You're 40. Mmm. I would say to not be discouraged and not give up. Okay. I have good sex. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's fast forward the clock five years from now. Okay. So you, you, you just hit uh, 50. Yeah, and I'm a million. By the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, when I, I gotta you, give her. I'm writing it down. Oh, hey. At we, 50, we are, I will be a million. We are in, we are in agreement. I got my own <laughs> yeah. plan, my own little five year yes. plan, and I'm working the hell out of it. Yes. 45, you do an amazing job of keeping Look, up with yourself. Thank you for that. Thanks. Um, so you're, you're 50 at mm -hmm. this point. Mm -hmm. What advice is the 50 year old version of Twyla? What advice is she giving you today? Oh, wow. That is a good one. I like that. Mm -hmm. So she is telling me to, really, she's telling me just to keep going, keep pushing, keep, you know, reaching and, you know, just marketing myself and to have good sex. <laughs> That's what she's telling me. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, um, what a show. Absolutely. What a show. Uh, <laughs> definitely deeper waters than we've ever been in, but we, I think we had a, a, a ton of fun. Deeper and, waters? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was going somewhere yeah, with that. I, I know where you were. Yeah. I'm right there. There you go. There you go right stay there. stay wet. Yeah. Can't be dry. Amen. Um, <laughs> so, big shout out to our guest, Twyla Be Good. Remember, visionaries, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the Trail of Life. Ultimately, my friends, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. Thank you again, Twyla, for Thank being you. our guest. Thank we appreciate you, you taking the time Thank to talk you. with us. We will see you all next week another great episode of the Vision Lab Podcast. Blessings. Blessings.